0: Got through a lot of positions here. Now we got to jump over to the IDP section of the world here. And uh, I'm going to start off with some linebackers here. If you're watching this on the uploaded replay, make sure you go check out the whole video. Uh, We're talking offense. We're talking team defense, talking everything. And we got timestamps in there as well. Let's jump over to some of these linebackers and so Jerome Baker, man, he finally has his coming out party. He was, uh, he sucked in week one and week two. And then he goes out and has 30 points in IDP one, two, three. and was literally all over the field. Like we expect him to be. I mean, nine solo tackles, you know, amongst everything else that he did. Uh, yeah. Four assisted tackles, had the, the half a sack, like. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, he was handling biz, handling biz, and Nick Bolton. Okay, someone who we've been talking about like all year, pretty much. I mean, in the preseason for Dynasty, twenty-nine points this past week, going up against Indy. So I mean, tackled JT a bunch of times. Going up against Tampa Bay in, uh, going up against Tampa Bay in Week Four, Sunday Night Football. Let's see what uh let's see what happens over there as far as like the actual game goes. But one thing I know is Nick Bolton is gonna keep balling. His lowest game was week two, and that was 15 points in IDP 1, 2, 3. The other two games, he was over 20 points. And okay, Rashawn Evans. Now, someone who when he was with the Titans last year, I mean, there's always expectations on him that he just could not like live up to over with the Falcons. I mean, their offense is so bad. They're just on the field more. So he's got double digit points in two games, two out of the three games, the lowest game that he had. It was, it was eight points, but still, you know, almost cracked double digits. As long as you're not getting below double digits, you know, an IDP one, two, three on a regular basis, you know, you gotta be on the radar 29 points this past week, nine solo tackles like big time right there. Uh, Devin Lloyd. Okay. He was more of like a dynasty guy. I mentioned him last week. I gotta mention him again this week because the roster percentage did not go up that much. If he is available, go pick him up. He's gotten better in each game. 19 points in week one, 25 in week two, 28 in week three. He's he is all over the field. He's been great in coverage. Uh, they have him rushing the QB every now and again as well. Like it is just it is awesome. You got to go. Pick him up if he is available. Okay. Someone else who I've been talking about, you know, since week one, uh, just an undervalued guy. Really? I I don't know how he is so undervalued. I mean, when you play the middle linebacker position, you should be, you know, valued in uh, just valued very heavily in IDP leagues. And I'm talking about TJ Edwards. Right now for the Eagles, like every single week, I've been telling you, if you need linebacker help, go pick this dude up. (coughs) And now one of the better defenses in the league, and he's the dude who's calling all the shots out there. 15 points in week one, 22 points in week two, 29 points in week three, like they, and they got Jacksonville. They're going to be running it a lot this week in Jack um, for Jacksonville. They're in Philly. They're going to be running it a lot. He's going to have a lot of opportunities to get a lot of tackles. A lot of tackles. Again, he's gone over double-digit tackles, combined tackles in two out of the three weeks. If you are deep diving, even in a dynasty, this dude might be available. Alex Anzalone from the Detroit Lions. I know everyone is talking about Rodrigo, okay? Alex Anzalone's spot was really never in question middle linebacker over there. They're always on the field and he's the dude who never comes off the field. Like at all 18 points in week one, 13 points in week two, 27 points in week three. He rarely gets he rarely gets sacks. He came through with a big time sack in this past game. Nine tackles, nine solo tackles in week three. You got to get this guy, on your radar. Like, I mean, I know that um, if you play in a very shallow IDP league, like you're not jumping down as far as that, but this is why you got to play in deeper leagues. Cause guys like him should be rostered starting middle linebacker in the league. Yeah. Alex Anzalone, he gets uh, the short end of the stick. And especially because of Rodrigo being more of the flashy player on hard knocks, you know, Alex Anzalone is overlooked. He's only rostered in 2% of redraft leagues. That's how much he's being overlooked let's see here um alex highsmith i'll talk about him again uh, he's only roster in 18% of redraft leagues right now he's going to keep getting the opportunities i mean two out of three games he has 27 points or more yeah he had the one dud against new england but watch what happens going up against the jets like you know and then he has buffalo after that maybe that's not the best you know place to uh best place to play him but i'm playing him against the jets if he's available still go pick him up Melvin Ingram, okay, is he gonna have this like this crazy resurgence? I mean, he's got at least 15 points in two out of the three games, and he went wild in this past uh, this past game. Two sacks, had three solo tackles. I mean, he's not gonna be getting two sacks every single week. Those are his only two sacks on the season. But if you're in a hella deep league, you know, go uh, go pick him up. Um, I know that I, I believe on sleeper you can play him as a DL or as an LB. So we definitely like that because I would much rather play him as uh, as a D lineman than a linebacker because, uh, yeah, those middle linebackers, that's really who we're trying to build up on, you know, these middle linebackers, these guys who are going to be like the volume kings, you know, of their defense because of the tackles. And let's see. <coughs> who else we got here? Ooh, Zaire Franklin is long as Shaq Leonard is out, Zaire Franklin is a start. So 14 points in week one, 20 in week two, 25 in week three. If Shaq Leonard ain't playing this week, Zaire Franklin, pick him up and start him. And uh, how about Jamin Davis? Someone who had so much potential, you know, has a real uh a real whatever year last year, and balling so far. Two out of three weeks, he's got 15 points or more. We love to see it. He's mixing in the sacks. And that's one thing that we like about him. Like sometimes it does get a little fluky trying to chase the sacks. It's like just like chasing touchdowns, you know, for the offense. But uh yeah, Jammon Davis, if you're in a deeper league, I say you got to uh give him a look over there. Let's see. Who else can we uh who else can we deep dive to? Yeah, Drew Tranquil, this is someone who, I mean, I, really we never even talk about him, but the Chargers, if their offense is going to be having issues and they're not going to be moving the ball like they, like they were on a regular basis, the defense is going to be on the field more, and that's going to lead to a lot more tackles. Drew Tranquil, he's got double-digit points in all three weeks, 21 points in week one, 10 points in week two, and then 25 points in week three. 10 solo tackles this past week and they're going up against Houston in week four is going to be a lot of running from Damian Pierce. Let's see who else, if we're deep diving, Um I mean, how about we just, you know, how about we just mention some guys who just balled out Jordan Hicks, finally getting things going. Uh, Devondre Campbell killing it, having himself a real good week. Logan Wilson having a really good week. Eric Kendrick's, having a dope week. CJ Mosley having a dope week. If any of these guys are available in your leagues for whatever reason, go pick them up. Maybe that is something that I should do on these waiver wires because I know there's some people playing in super shallow like IDP leagues and maybe these guys are available, but I usually deep dive. Oh, one guy who uh, who I've been talking about literally since week one and uh, and even um, before, before that as well is Michael Walker. If he is available, go pick this dude up. He is a savage. He's got 20 points, at least in all three weeks. Atlanta Falcons are on the field a lot. And Michael Walker is getting a lot of these tackles. I mean, in week one, four solos. Week two, five solos. In week three, eight solos. Going up against the Cleveland Browns, they are going to be running it a lot. So Michael Walker, go pick him up thank me later. He's put up 20 points in each of the first three weeks. And I've been telling everyone about him for all three weeks to go pick him up. How about Patrick queen also let's see if there might not be too many more people we mentioned here, but Patrick queen, if available, because we're talking redraft here, not dynasty is probably not available in your dynasty IDP leagues. He's been doing solid. He has over 17 points in two out of the three weeks. He got 20 points in week three. This third-year breakout, that third-year breakout is uh, is coming for this dude. We've been waiting for it, and I think this is the year we finally get it. Oh, if you're hella, hella deep diving as well, Jacob Phillips, go pick him up for the Cleveland Browns. He's going to be the middle linebacker there now, now that Anthony Walker is out. He got 20 points in week three after he stepped in. For Anthony Walker. So Jacob Phillips, just remember, go pick him up. That dude is going to be a stud. And let's jump over to these defensive linemen. I mean, defensive linemen are like so fluky. You know, that's one of those things that just kind of sucks. You know, we're always trying to chase these big play guys, but we could get, you know, a couple of these guys who just like hella flop, you know, as well. And uh, the tight the tight end of, of defense, as you would say. It totally is. And one guy who I at least I want to throw on your radar if you're in a deeper league, Dietrich Wise for the Patriots. He goes out there and falls out. He's only got one game where he did not hit double digits. Yeah, he's gotten sacks in two out of the three games. He got three sacks in this past week. So he's going to be on a lot of people's radar, you know, be uh, because of that. But this this uh this Patriots defensive line, they're getting at it. And uh, I really like what I'm seeing over there. Now, someone who I always kind of hate on, you know, a little bit is Max Crosby. But Max Crosby hasn't had less than 13 oh, points that, in any of these three games uh, this season. 20 in week one, 13 in week two, 30 in, uh, in week three. I know he's rostered in, uh, in a bunch of leagues out there. I mean, well, 35% of redraft leagues. And he's probably rostered in uh, in most of your most of your leagues. But if he is somehow available, go pick him up because he's been balling. Uh, Trey Hendrickson, I know he's probably been dropped in a bunch of leagues. Only twenty one percent rostered in redraft leagues, and uh, he finally had his coming out party. Twenty seven points in week three. Uh, oh, didn't hear that. Say it again. Oh, I said finally, Trey Hendrickson. Exactly, finally. And uh a guy who we put on your radar in week one, and then he has an off week and then just goes out and balls again, Jerry Hughes. It may be kind of like one week on, one week off, but we look at the trend here. He balls out versus Indy, heavy run team. Balls out versus Chicago, heavy run team. Uh, the, the game that he did not ball out was against Denver, and they're going up against the Chargers. And they're going up against Jacksonville in these next two weeks. That's two heavy run teams. So I'm going to say if Jerry Hughes was picked up and dropped, or if you picked him up and dropped him, I wouldn't be afraid to pick him up uh, again. Pick him up. Oh, yeah. Let's get that. Pick him up. Let's see. Uh, How about Kenny Clark for Green Bay? He Finally, two sacks. We know that he has the ability to do that. He's more of like a matchup play. Going up against New England and Brian Hoyer, I don't know if Brian Hoyer is going to take a bunch of sacks, but I like I, I like uh, Green Bay to throw all the pressure out of Hoyer this week.
1: Hell yeah, Hoyer is a
0: statue like a mug. Yeah, and then and they that got line the isn't good. And then they got the Giants after that, and then the Jets after that. So a couple teams that are giving up, you know, a bunch of sacks to the And. Uh, how about another guy? Uh, how about a guy for the Jets? Sheldon Rankins, double-digit points in two out of the three weeks. The Jets are always on the field for pieces. We just want more and more pieces of these teams that are always on the field. So. Dynasty guy. I mean, he's not even really rostered. I'm just going to throw him on your radar as a super deep ad. But double-digit points uh, two out of the three weeks. so awesome. far. And oh, who else we got over here? Um, oh, okay. BJ Hill. We're diving a little deep. You know, here because this guy's only 2% rostered, probably available in your dynasty league as well. He plays for the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, because of Sam Hubbard and because of Trey Hendrickson, guys like BJ Hill, they're only getting one on one sometimes or even, you know, able, able to shed and just get through and get to the quarterback. He's got a pack and a half on the season, he's got double digits. In every single game. And this past week, he throws down 20 points. So, this, this guy is going to be very, very solid for people playing in deeper leagues. Who is this? Who's breath? B.J. Hill on the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, the rookie. He doesn't look like a rookie. Is, oh, is he a DB? He's a defensive lineman. Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm thinking of somebody else. Rookie in After 2020. They drafted somebody named Hill this year. They did. That's the that's the DB, the safety. Yeah, okay. My bad. This is a different hill. He's uh 2020 was when uh, he uh he came into the league, or at least that's what his uh his stats show. But BJ Hill, the other hill in uh, hold in, on, his name uh, is VJ. BJ, yeah. Oh, uh, I thought you said BJ. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see who are some other guys to get on the radar um, at least some guys who haven't who've been a little bit more than flashes in the pan Let's see. the DLs and D and DTs are so um, I mean the DLs are so hard. yeah because well because we have a bunch of guys who are like you know they balled out week three you know but they didn't do shit in week one or week two or you know any kind of combination of that um, let's see how about uh, how about Carlos Dunlap though? Someone kind of left for dead. You know, he's over there playing for KC now. He's had two games where he's had 50, at least 15 points in those games. Both of those games were uh, when he got a sack as well. Going up against Tampa Bay this week in their trash line, Carlos Dunlap might be a sneaky little ad if uh, he's playing a deeper. There's going to be some shit. Like when went, how's this game going down? I mean, oh, oh yeah, because yeah, of the hurricanes in that, yeah. right? Yeah. Pretty crazy. And um, if we're just going to keep going deep, how about Rasheem Green for the Houston Texans? Double-digit points in two out of the three games. Week one was the only one. Now, he didn't do anything in week one. Week two, 19 points. Week three, 15 points. <coughs> He's got two total sacks. One and a half in week one and then a half a sack in week two. He's getting the tackles as well. At least five combined tackles in uh, in those last two games. So I, I really like that. Texans are on the field a lot. So we, we like their IDP guys for sure. Hell yeah. Let's see. Oh, Josh Sweat. Talked about him last week. And uh, I should go pick him up. He added a big time sack. Uh, last week and uh, three solo tackles as well. But he threw down like 18 points last week, and then he patched it up with uh, one and a half sacks this week, 15 total points. He was going up against Carson Wentz. You know, um, I, we, we, I'm sure he hates Carson Wentz and wanted to destroy him, you know, as well. I'm gonna say, go pick him up versus uh, Trevor Lawrence this week. He's been super solid the last two weeks. I don't, that's not a fluke. Yeah, he's been going hard. And I'll stick with the uh, I'll stick with the Eagles, and I'll mention Fletcher Cox as well. He put up double digits in uh, in two out of the three weeks so far. Thirteen points in week two, and then fifteen points in week three. And he's got at least a half a sack in every single game so far. That's funny because it's like him. All those fools from that year were getting dub- uh, double sacks this week. Uh, yeah. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence last night, yep. <laughs> you know, yo, being yo, angry. Yeah. Yep, Fletcher Cox had one and a half sacks uh, last week, and uh, yeah, same with uh, Josh Sweat. There's out there wanting to destroy Carson Wentz in that revenge narrative. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, I, yeah, we, we put a bunch of guys on your radar. Um, I think that's good for the defensive line when we're deep diving. A lot of these guys are probably dynasty league you know, ads for you, um, a bunch. I mean, you should go draft and redraft as well. But uh, yeah, there's your defensive lineman uh, waiver wire ads for week four. All right, let's get over to these DBs now. And uh, we'll answer the questions. If any other questions come in, we'll be answering uh, some of those real soon. And where are we at? Jump over to the DBs here. Let's see. Well, obviously... Well, obviously, I mean, the number one hitter for the week is going to be uh Pitry. Um, I mean, safety, we love him. He's a baller. We've been talking about him. We got guys like Peacock, you know, come on the show. Been talking about this guy for a while. I, I think chasing the two interceptions and a sack though, that is going to be like chasing, um, you know, touchdowns for the offense. He does have at least 15 points in two of the weeks. Uh, Denver is the only week where in week two, where he got below double digit points going up against the chargers and then Jacksonville. So not too shabby of matchups for safeties. So I would consider him. I'm not going to drop someone big for him though, but I definitely do. Um, he needs to be on your radar. He's only rostered in 6% of redraft leagues. How about Javon Holland? I mean, he is uh, I, th- I think he did get hurt uh, somewhere in the game. So I mean, make sure you're tuned in to, to FNT as well for these injury updates, at least 18 points. In two of the weeks, I mean, balled out in this past week. 37 points, nine solo tackles, had the sack and a half. That's what we really wanted from him was uh, him rushing the QB. That's where he got the extra value. They, If they rush him as much as they did in week three, it's going to be real, real nice. Now, we got another, uh, we got a safety for the Vikings. This is going to be dependent on if Harrison Smith uh, plays or doesn't play in week four but josh i don't even know how to say his last name medalist metellus, m-e-t-e-l-l-u-s with uh, the absence of harrison smith he comes in with 33 points 10 solo tackles uh if, if harrison smith misses any time uh that's someone that you can pick up to uh that's someone that you can pick up to uh you know replace him right away Right. And um okay. Donovan Wilson. <laughs> he has not been a flash in the pan. He's got at least 16 points in all three games, 31 points in week three, nine solo tackles. So just a ridiculous game. And we saw him getting after the quarterback. He got a big time sack as well. 18 points in week one, 16 in week two, 31 in week three. Going up against Carson Wentz and the Commanders in Week Four. If Wilson is available, he's only it looks like he's rostered. It says two percent of fan of uh, of redraft leagues. So if he's available in your league, I'm probably not going to be available in dynasty leagues. But if he's available in your redraft leagues, I go pick him up. Carson Wentz giving up a ton of points to the safeties. Let's see. And uh, Tino said, What team does Donovan Wilson play for? He plays for the Cowboys. Tino just wanted me to make sure that I throw it out there. Make sure you guys remember that the Dallas Cowboys got some good D players over there. All right. This is a guy I'm stoked to talk about, Richie Grant. If you guys don't know who he is, it's funny. In an IDP group on Facebook, where heavily talked about um, defense, uh, uh heavily talked about um not just redraft but dynasty i posted like all of my uh, all of my leagues and like roster percentages and richie grant i think i have rostered in some insane amount like 25 percent of like my 60 something leagues he's a baller like yeah he didn't play year one he didn't come out and start week one i mean year one now sophomore breakout though 17 points in week one 26 points in week two, had six solo tackles. I mean, in week three, uh, week two, he uh, he only had nine points. So he missed double digits uh, in that game. Richie Grant, get him on your radar. If he's available in your dynasty league, you better go pick him up. Second year breakout guy right there. He's been balling and Atlanta sucks on offense. So they are on defense a lot. All right. Let's move over to Chicago, Eddie Jackson. This dude is always like really, really solid. I mean, he's being disrespected. How he's like barely even rostered in redraft leagues right now. But I know a lot of a lot of these redraft leagues are probably like one, two, three IDP players, you know, or something like that. You know, so not even in a deep league, like he's gotten 17 points in all three games, 17.6 in week one, 17 week two, 25 in week three. If you're playing IDP one, two, three scoring, if you don't know what IDP one, two, three scoring is, you just make sure go search IDP one, two, three scoring. Look for my video where we break it down. I'll probably come out with a new one. That one came out last year, but the scoring is the same. So that's why I haven't came out with a new one. But yeah, Eddie Jackson and uh, who are they going up against in week four? Going up against the Giants, Danny Pesos gives up a lot of points to the safeties. All right. Told you about this guy last week. Lajarius Sneed balled out. I mean, we've been talking about him for a couple weeks now, actually. Because he came on the map in week one again. Someone who's been hurt, you know, in the past. But when he plays, he is such a beast. And... In week one, he has 27 points. In week two, he has 15 points. In week three, he has 24 and a half points. It's all about the solo tackles for this dude. And now he's been mixing in sacks as well in week one. And in week three, he has a sack, at least in each of those games. Plays for the Kansas City Chiefs, if you guys don't know. They throw, they're throw they always going to throw it a lot on the Chiefs. And Legarius Sneed's going to be one of those guys who is just a beneficiary because of it. Only 13% rostered in redraft leagues. He's one of those guys, if you playing in a real shallow IDP league, he's he's probably not – he's available. He's got to be. And how about Mike Edwards? Oh, man. I mean, back-to-back 24-point uh, point, uh, games, 12 points in week uh, one. He's been balling out there. I know one of these games, uh, it was week two where he had, like, two interceptions, and I was like, let's not chase those points. And then he goes out and has nine solo tackles. In week three versus Green Bay and uh, just killing it, going up against KC. I think uh, this is still a good matchup for him. It's not a great matchup, but it is a good matchup. Let's see who are some other guys if we are uh, if we're deep diving. Well, so AJ Terrell. I mean, we'll get back to the Falcons. Uh, he's our number one cornerback over there. He's always going to take on the number one wide receiver. And in week two, 18 points. In week three, 21 points. Going up against Cleveland this week. And uh, so he's going to be matched up against Amari Cooper. I don't know if that equates to uh, double-digit tackles, but I bet he has at least uh, six to nine solo tackles because they leave him out there on an island over there. They trust him to uh, to play over there. Let me see here any other guys that we can mention Rodney McLeod over there for the Colts. I mean, having a little bit of a resurgence, zero points in week one, but 13 in week two, and then 20 points in week three got kind of been all over the place. He got the interception this past week and uh, they got uh, the Tennessee Titans, you know, going up this week. The the Titans aren't really, they don't give up a lot of points to the safeties are usually not throwing it that much. So, not really going to like super target him, but let's see. Anybody else who, oh, so Jalen Ramsey, he's like ever, he's not a shutdown corner anymore. He gets hella tackles though. Like that's why we like Jalen Ramsey for fantasy. It's actually been awesome uh now because now he's super fantasy relevant. Like every week, week one versus Buffalo, only 12 points, 18 points in week two, 23 points in week three, seven solo tackles in week three. They got San Francisco this week. So that could be a little bit of hit or miss. I mean, I don't think he's not going to be on Debo like 100% of the time, but he'll be on Ayuk a bunch. He'll be on Debo a bunch. And I think he's still going to equate to uh, to a fantasy-worthy game, at least 15 points. You know, he's uh, he's always going to be around the six to nine solo uh, tackle range. I mean, in two of the two out of the three games, he's had six-plus solo tackles. So he's, uh, he's definitely money in the bank on these solos now. Let's see, anybody else that we got to talk about? How about Vaughn Bell, one of the last guys that I'll mention here. And uh, Dallas, week two, 17 points. Week three, against the Jets, eight solo tackles, 20 points, uh, doing his thing, you know, out there. And Jesse Bates, he's kind of been whatever this year, especially for fantasy it's uh, it's kind of been really whack. So yeah, Von Bell, maybe someone uh, get him on your radar. Let's see. And uh, yeah, that's it. That, 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 that's all I got to say about that. We'll get uh, <laughs> we'll get some what's his name, Forrest Gump references in there. And boom, there we go. There's your fantasy wake and bake waiver wire. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Life. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you, you wouldn't last a mile. summertime, when it's time, I'm on the grind. grind get, I got the mind. ring on the chair on the TV of the lamp. But so this is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. But don't make a profit. So all I hustle, ladies and homies. Make money, make money, money, money.